0: My name is Jason Rhodes. I've been the owner of a successful remodeling company for three years. I've dedicated 85% of the profit from that business to remodeling homes for disabled veterans and first responders completely for free. I have created a nonprofit 501c3 to assist in continuing this work. I am on a mission to bring awareness to the need and to raise money by walking 1,400 miles from Sanford, North Carolina to Austin, Texas. Please visit renovet.org to learn how you can help. That's R-E-N-O-V-E-T dot O-R-G.
1: Friends and fam, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Every Day is a Saturday with your host, me, myself, and I, Brian Roof. Hey, guys, I have a great, another great interview, a great guest. I'm excited to uh, introduce this guy. He is a United States Marine veteran. He served from 2008 to 2016 as artillery. He has stumbled across acting. He has become pretty popular in TikTok. His name is Joe Marshall. Let's introduce Joe Marshall. What's going on, brother?
0: Hey, how's it going, man?
1: Hey, can't complain. If I did, no one would give a shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, appreciate you joining the show, man.
0: Yeah, dude, absolutely.
1: So, uh, why don't you kind of, uh, tell us a little bit about Joe, you know, what made you join the Marines, talk about your, uh, Marine Corps career, and then kind of let us know what you're doing now and what you did afterwards, all that good stuff.
0: Oh yeah. Um, so uh i guess uh short and sweet um the the i always knew i was going to join the military in some in some aspect um ever since i was like i don't know fifth or sixth grade um most 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 of my family uh they they all served um but uh um i actually got um essentially no balls to join the marines um i was i was uh already heavily talking to the Navy recruiters and whatnot um, and uh, one of my buddies had uh, depth in you know already with the uh, with the Marines his dad was one of their recruiters and so you know it was only natural he was going to Marines and and uh, he uh, I'm walking up to the Navy recruiter and he wraps his arm around my shoulder and he's like hey go grow some balls <laughs> And four days later I was down at Meps, like. Um, you know, 17 year old senior in high school. Um, uh, it was, it was kind of weird though. So I'm like, I'm, 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 uh, shade deficient. Uh, so like, I mean, I've lived in my house for, uh, uh, um, for three years and thought that my house was like a different color than what it was. Um,
1: and, oh, really?
0: uh, my wife picked out all the colors and I was like, oh, that's, that's a, that's a nice green. And I was, and she's like, um, that's brown. Oh, <laughs> so, that's crazy but uh so that so the navy was like um well you can do like one of three things you could be a you could be a postman you can be a uh a, a food service specialist or you can be a, a cb and uh, so i'm gonna i'll go be a cb because that's about the coolest out of those three right and um and so you know when when i went to the uh to the marine recruiter like it was it was like night and day like there was they had limitations you know because of my vision but like i already knew what my limitations would be but because it was the marine corps they had a lot more cool stuff to do um you know given given that that uh you know shade deficiency um you uh you know and uh basically uh my dad was like, Oh, any, anything but infantry. Um, and so I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, well, what about combat camera? And, uh, he was like, well, if you do get deployed, like, I want you to go over there and like, if you shoot somebody with something, it's actually going to hurt them. Not, you know, not a camera, you know, not immortalize them. And, and so, so, uh, I was like, okay, combat cameras out. And I was like, well, dad, they have, you know, they have a $10,000 bonus, signing bonus for, for recon. And he's like, I already told you like anything but infantry. And I was like, I was like, but like, it's different. <laughs> and, uh, so I ended up going to the, you know, the recruiter sent me home with the job book and whatnot. We started going through it and I, you know, picked out a couple of things. And, and, uh, when, by the time we actually got to the recruiting station, uh, I said, I said, Hey, uh, what's the closest thing to infantry? And he said, artillery. And I was like, okay, sign me up. And so that's, that's why, I, uh, why I went artillery and, and, uh, uh, spent eight wonderful years in, uh, all things, all things considered, uh, probably would, you know, still be in if, if, uh, you know, other, uh, if life hadn't hadn't come up. Um, but, uh, did enjoy the time that I had, uh, that I had in and, uh, let's talk
1: a little bit a little bit all about artillery and, and okay. stuff like that you know i'd love to hear more about the artillery world so you know kind of tell me about your job and you know what you guys do and how critical you guys are to the mission because, um you know not everybody knows what artillery is
0: oh yeah so um artillery um uh, is uh indirect fire um we are the, uh, so me, I was a, uh, fire direction controlman, uh, 0844. And, uh, basically we were the brains of the artillery battery. Uh, so you have the, you have the brawn of the artillery battery, which is the can crewman. You have the eyes, which are the, the forward observers. Uh, and then you have the, uh, the guys in the back in the tent, you know, that are calculating the firing data. Um, to be able to put rounds on range, you know, rounds on target downrange, uh that the you know, the grids the FOs give us, you know, so the brains. Um
1: oh, without the f- <laughs> guys be ducking
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Without without the uh without the FTC uh the artillery uh battery would would uh be null and void um outside of direct fire because don't really the FTC has got some to do with it, but don't really have a major, um, part in direct fire because you, it's just that the section chief, uh, on the, on the gun is direct firing the cannon. Um, but, but yeah, we, we literally sit back and through, uh, multiple, uh, independent means of computation, We have, you know, um. Graphic firing tables, uh, tabular firing tables uh, that we use to calculate, you know, the drift. You know, the rifling of the tube, the round automatically comes out and goes right. So you have to drift. You know, you have to account for that drift, um, and and that moves the tube. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, shell fuse combination, uh, uh, powder, um, powder temps, and 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 through there's stuff like that. Um, you, uh, you get a set of firing data, um, that if it bumps safe, uh, within the parameters of the area that you were shooting, um, IE, like you'll have a, you'll have a safety box and it's like, okay, so we don't want to shoot, you know, here. So we're going to draw like a dog leg around, around that. And that'll be outside of our safety box, but everything else will be fair game. Uh, And so we'll uh, make sure that data that we've calculated bumps with uh, our safety, uh, our safety data that we had uh, calculated upon in placing. And then if that, all that, you know, goes, um, all that goes well and everything checks out good, then we, we end up shooting the mission. Uh, However, I hear it's different now. Um, uh, When I got, got out, they were testing, um, The cannons being the second set of like the second independent mean, uh, which, you know, kind of freaked us all out because that's like, you know, one step away from Skynet, you know, and the cannons becoming self-aware. But, um, but no, it was really cool. Uh, We had um, uh, with handheld computer systems, we had, you know, actual laptops, um, ruggedized, uh, it was called the afa z uh, advanced field artillery tactical data system, um, you know, that has maps and everything. And, you know, when you, when you type in a grid it plots it and so you're able to do, do a bunch of things a whole lot faster, um, and speak digitally, uh, with the gun itself, with the section chief's display, uh, down on the gun line. So, you know, you press the command to fire, it pops up, you know, with the command to fire on, on his display and he sees it and fires the gun. Instead of, you know, having to call it down, uh, voice, through manual gunnery, um, you know, charts and darts and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, you know, charts and darts is, uh, the first, the first job you pretty much get put on, um, at, in an artillery battery, um, you're using, um, a set of tools, uh, rain, you know, a range deflection protractor and, and, uh, um, you know, wax, wax paper grid map. Um, and, uh, you basically make this charts and darts board, uh, to where you, you know, place your location, place, you know, target location with pins. And then you have the raised deflection protractor to, to see the range and then what, what deflection the gun needs to be at, to be at the angle, to shoot, uh, to shoot that target. Um, and, uh, that's like, you know, the, the basics, everybody, everybody learns that. And then, you know, you go on to the, be the records fire operator when you're doing manual cannon gunnery, you're calling down that uh, that data uh, from the record of fire operator that is talking to um, all the cannon crewmen on the on the angers on the other well I say angers on the uh, on the radios on the other side um, at, down at the gun itself and they're copying down that data that we're giving them onto their uh, record of fire uh, and then uh, from there they give that data to the rest of the uh, cannon crew and they move the howitzer into position and, and shoot it, uh, shoot that, shoot that target, um, whatever that, you know, whether it's uh, an illumination mission or, or, um, you know, an immediate suppression or, or, uh, any, anything like that. So, um, pretty fun. Um, we, uh, we have saying, you know, if you can't truck it, fuck it, um, uh, where, you know, towed, hard, towed artillery, uh, you know, in the Marine Corps, we don't, we don't have uh self-propelled one, five, five, uh, assets like, uh, uh, like the army does. Um, uh, those are kind of cool though. Uh, be pretty, I think it'd be pretty sweet to, to ride around in one of those things, but, um, riding in the back of a seven ton and then, and then, you know, jumping, jumping out and jumping down on that cannon, you know, a time or two, uh, um, that was, uh, some highlights, you know, especially like when I did my farewell shot. Um, that's actually at one of the, my latest videos that I posted on my TikTok was my, my farewell shot. I was it's having one of those days where I was really missing, you know, being in, uh, you know, we all have those. So, um, I, I posted, uh, posted a bunch of military stuff and, and whatnot, but, but yeah, best, best eight years of my life. Uh, it sent me all over the world. Um, met my lovely wife, met my, uh, met my son and, um, Uh, Met my son. Had my son. She had my son. Well, you Um,
1: you technically, you you met
0: your son. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, technically. Um, By the way, his uh, 10th birthday was yesterday. Um, Well, happy belated. So uh, I think it was yesterday, the 11th. Um, My my days have been mixed up all week. What's his Uh, name? Quinn.
1: Happy birthday, Quinn.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. He's, he's really big into, really big into podcasts and YouTube and, you know, makes videos and, uh, gaming and whatnot streams. I mean, it's kind of the way Uh, of
1: the world anymore. A lot of people got podcast or they like to stream. I mean, it's, you know, and that's a way to get out your your different uh, ways of, you know, what your talents are, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, but but, yeah, yeah, back to,
1: uh, so did you, where did, where all did you deploy?
0: Uh, so I went to Afghanistan, uh, October of 2010 to uh, May of 2011. Uh, it was my only tour over there. Um, we, uh, I think, I think the unit got pucks when we got back or Nux maybe. No, I think it was pucks, like the presidential citation or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. We never, most, most of us, uh, um, you know, never, we're put in a position to where we, you know, we were in, you know, quote unquote, hand to hand, you know, um, uh, as artillery, you know, pretty much the only, um, provisional asset you have is, is your, is your, your own fob security. Um, but, uh, we did, uh, slay a bunch of bodies with, with our artillery assets. So, um, it warranted, you know, uh, it warranted the award for the whole unit. So.
1: Dropping warheads on
0: foreheads since seventeen seventy five right <laughs> <laughs> er. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah so uh, that that was that was pretty cool and then uh you know on the way out there we had a, a short layover in Bulgaria um and uh, and then a longer one in Kyrgyzstan you know Kyrgyzstan's kind of that hub Manus air force base where where they uh they 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 um, send you know send you to kind of you know debrief and whatnot and and uh, um, uh, acclimatized to that area of the world, um, and uh, and then um, you know from there to to Afghan, and then on the way back uh, we had a uh, short layover in Germany. Um, some of us got those uh, you know chocolate chocolate covered bottle things. Was um, in
1: Frankfurt, we guys in Frankfurt, Germany, or do you know what part of Germany you guys were at?
0: I don't. Uh, we never made it out of the airport. Yeah. Um, we we ended up getting stuck in a
1: hotel over there. Uh, it was good times. I'll have to tell you offline. Oh, yeah. 300 (laughs) Marines in a a hotel, bro. On the way to the middle East, 2003. Good times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to tell you about it. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, you know, for, uh, from there came back home, um, my wife and i PCS'd uh, a couple years later to um the stumps uh spent 4 years out there um a uh about 3 months after i got there um after i got to 29 Palms checked into headquarters 311 uh ironically it was really funny um now i don't know i don't know this marine's uh, career history i know that um he uh you know, couldn't couldn't keep his Johnson in his pants. Uh and had, to, and had a crap load of kids. And I don't know if that played a part into into it, but PFC Marshall, myself, uh, checked into Camp Lejeune in March of uh two thousand nine, uh to headquarters one ten. Um first time 10th marines so obviously. Um uh but for those of you that don't know to a staff sergeant um I'll leave his name out of it um and um when in in 20 uh 2013 when I checked into headquarters uh one or excuse me 311 uh out of 29 Palms uh corporal Marshall, um checked into the exact same staff sergeant still a staff sergeant oh, um, so both both checking into both of my units um uh, I checked into the same staff sergeant, That's great. and uh, four four years apart, and it's like I don't know if there was something you know because I I've, I've known I've known you know people that have retired as staff sergeants, usually some of the best guys. You know, I had a, I had a staff sergeant buddy that I know that uh, um, he ended up getting out in 19 years, but um, he a lot of guys
1: for... get stuck at staff sergeant. I do feel yeah. like uh, a lot of guys who try to advance,
0: yeah, and uh, it's normally gets the spike. ones that won't like
1: go that extra. Yeah. That,
0: that, that will, that or more, conform. more, uh, won't, um, fall into the fold. Uh, a hundred percent. They'll stay stuff, at 99% yeah. and they'll, they'll keep themselves for, you know, just that, that sliver of themselves and won't like become a hundred percent brainwashed. And I feel yeah. like those are the ones that are right there, but they always stay, um, you know, uh, for example, uh, UCMJ tells you, "Hey, I'm I'm a, I'm a staff sergeant. I can't punch that lieutenant. Uh, but that lieutenant just talked shit about my wife. Well, as a man, right. I'm gonna. As a man, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Yeah. But as a staff sergeant, I can't punch him in the face. And so, you know, there's that one percent right there. And and so,
1: that um, hey, UCMJ so, yeah. dude's a bitch.
0: It is. It is. That's why, uh, you know." You can't, uh, you can't do the do uh, outside of missionary and for reproductive purposes only. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. And, and, and so, uh, you know, I got, I got there and three months after I got to uh, 311, um, they, uh, they came down and they were like, uh, Hey, you're going down to uh, uh, lightning, which was the call sign for Lima battery um, they are, they're going to Okinawa. So I literally, I, I got there, went on t- 10 days of house hunting, uh, came back and I had, uh, three weeks worth of, uh, final pregnancy appointments for, for my wife. And then we had Quinn and then I went on baby leave. And then right after baby leave, I got pulled out to the field. Um, we were in the 311s like 270 days out of the year, you're in the field It's it's wild. Um, I guess they figured they got that awesome, you know, desert training area, 194,000 acres. Let's, let's use every, every last <laughs> square inch of it. Um, oh yeah. They, they, uh, they, sent us, uh, they sent us to the field for everything they would go to, they would go to other people's, uh, you know, uh, pre-field meetings and whatnot, um, logistical stuff and be like, and, and convince them like our, our command staff would like convince them that they need artillery support during their, you know, infantry movements out, out in the, you know, and it's like, and then there we go, like off to the field again. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And then, uh, like three months in, I think it was like July. Um, I, I, I literally just bought him another motorcycle. Um, just had, you know, just had Quinn, like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be here a while. You know, I'm in a headquarters unit, like, um, and then I get sent down to Lima and go to go over to Okinawa. Like, uh the day my son turned six months old um so i ended up missing uh the majority of his first uh fortunately enough the smartphones had been invented by then and 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 you know we were able to uh i was able to you know video chat with with him you know through you know mine and my wife's phone and because yeah, the
1: marine corps didn't issue you that kid or that wife right so yeah. no that's no. the whole theory is the marine corps didn't issue it
0: yeah so they don't have, they don't have to come with you yeah so, right <laughs> um but but it only you know it only it only works like that when it benefits them so let me
1: ask you dude how has it been married uh, being married to a, another marine
0: oh no no she wasn't a marine uh, oh no 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 no, just uh i i uh
1: oh i thought you i thought oh i thought she was enlisted or something no
0: well. um uh she was a uh student at OSU, OKC. Okay. Um, and, uh, um, and work you know, worked as a uh, director of operations at a uh, law firm here in here in the city. Um, when I was going through the pipeline and, uh, ended up in Lawton at artillery school at Fort Sill. Um, and, uh, one of my buddies had actually met her. Um, he knows who he is. Um, uh, my, my first best friend in the, in the, in the, in the service. Um, and, uh, he's like, bro, I think I like, I think I got the perfect girl for you and whatnot. And so he, he, uh, uh passes me a number and then, you know, I played coy like, oh, Hey, I, you know, I stole your number out of this guy's phone. And cause he was like, he's like, Hey, make it seem like I didn't give, give you her number. Right. And, uh, so, you know, it did. And then we, we got to talking and uh, a couple months later she flew out to visit me and that was before, you know, dating apps and stuff like that, where like, you know, it was still a big deal if somebody flew halfway across the country to go meet somebody they'd never met. Um, and, uh, but her mom's like, Oh, you want a plane ticket to go see this guy, this random Marine? There you go. <laughs> um, and, yes. uh, and so she came out. she came out to visit me. We, we, uh, spent a wonderful weekend down in Myrtle beach. Um, and, uh, then, um, uh, nine months later we got married and, um, uh yeah been together ever since sounds
1: you know. like a marine story
0: right right <laughs> i i was literally i was i was watching like while well, over breakfast i was literally watching uh not and regs uh, i don't know if you i don't know if you follow him but um there was a there was a marine like literally graduation days like they're dismissed and like he turns around and proposes to his old lady he puts his like puts his you know dress blue trousers like right on the parade deck like
1: Oh man, He Dirt. didn't waste no Dirt. time. Dirt.
0: Didn't waste any time, bro. And uh, at typical, typical military fashion. <laughs> so
1: can't say uh, I haven't felt victim to it myself at one point in time.
0: Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> well, everybody it's not does. Not about
1: me today. So yeah. that's the good uh, part. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me ask you, man. Like uh, <sighs> you know, and you don't know, necessarily have to talk about it, but you know, have you had PTSD and stuff like that, and dealt with? you know stuff just from being around the loud booms and bangs all the time dude
0: yeah um i wouldn't say like um yes i have but like uh, nightmares are more like um they're like implemented into into my dreams like for example like all uh i i started working at uh, a couple years ago i started working for a uh, for a restaurant and uh it was like it wasn't the guys in my unit it was like the my coworkers at the restaurant and we were all like fighting like you know a, 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 an opposing army but like more like hand-to-hand like you would see in like the medieval times you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. and uh and so uh but it would be like it, it'd be weird so like nightmares more or less that would be the extent. Um, it's more of like survivor's guilt. Um, uh, is, is the majority, the majority of mine. And my, my therapist says I'm a, uh, what? excuse me. Oh, my therapist you. says I'm a, uh, severe emotional wreck. <laughs> <coughs> um, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, oh, well. and, uh, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, that I'm still in one piece. Um, I'm happy for the, the people that didn't come back in one piece that, um, are being, being able to survive and work through those work through those issues. Um, I got a, a buddy of mine that, that works at a gym down in Dallas, um, with a, uh, a Starbucks actually, uh, had a future on him a few years back. Um, uh, linked up with uh, through fate or whatever, linked up with a retired NFL player that had struggled with addiction and he had struggled, you know, he's, he, he had been struggling with addiction and whatnot. And they, they kind of, uh, came up, came out with this workout program, um, and started up a gym down in, down in the Dallas area called uh, adaptive training foundation. Um, uh, but, um, you know, he was, he, he ended up, you know, coming back with no legs. And so he kind of helped, um, the owner create this routine around you know more disabled vets amputees you know people that wouldn't wouldn't kind of feel comfortable in a normal gym setting you know or may have those reservations and whatnot um and so i'm 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 happy for them um you know and and I'm sad for the ones that, that we did lose, but, uh, but yeah, it's more of a, it's more of a survivor's guilt thing. Um, uh, as, as far as that, um, uh, I fall into my own own mind a lot and, uh, and, and whatnot. And, um, and that's caused some, some other things on, on, on the outside that, you know, I won't really get into, but, um, uh, I found it best to, uh, come back to the food service industry where, where, uh, every day is different. Um, you meet new people every day. Uh, you're always busy. So you don't even, even when you're not busy at the restaurant, there's always, there's always something to do. Like, you know, yesterday, last night I, I worked five hours, I had six tables, not busy at all. Um, and, um, you know, so it's, it's like, uh, it, it keeps you out of your, it keeps you out of your mind. Uh, I had, uh, been in sales prior to that. Um, and so I was, I had 170 accounts to hit each each month, sometimes, you know, twice, a, you know, some accounts were twice a month. Some accounts were weekly, um, but I had 170 accounts ish um, uh, that I had to take care of. And I was in my car driving. Um, I had half of Oklahoma City um, that that I had to take care of. And so I was literally in my um, my son just got home. Hi, Quinn. you good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was literally in my, in my, um, uh, uh, in my car thinking 90% of the day. Um, and that was, uh, very bad for my mental health and it led to, um, it led to some events transpiring and, uh, I, I, felt it best to, uh, move back to, um, a position in which I, you know, am, am, you know, going, going hundred miles an hour. Uh, you know, right. 24 hours a day. So, but, but yeah. Well,
1: I mean, uh, dude, I, we all struggle with our, yeah, you know, our deals, man. And I appreciate you talking about it.
0: Yeah, no worries, man. And, and as yeah. far as the, as far as the, the cannon blasts and the, and the, and the loud noises and whatnot, um, uh, it, it was, it was very apparent, uh, early on that, um, you know, you you can't really sleep through it. Um, so you find, you try to find a, um, uh, like a generator or a running truck, you know, or something to, to, uh, or, you know, out right outside the, the FTC, you know, where there's, where there's constant noise. Um, cause it kind of drowns out the, you know, our, the, the cannon blast from fire missioner. It's a very acute sound. So it wakes you up, but like. Um, it's the same, it's the same technique, uh, commercials use, you know, you could be watching a movie and, and the volume, the volume for the movie is set down here, but when they go to that commercial break, it always seems to wake you up at three in the morning when the volume is <laughs> yeah. way up here and you haven't touched the remote. And that's, it's, it's, it's designed that, that way. And, you know, to get you to wake up, you'd be like Ugh! and then the first thing that they shove in your face is some product, uh, you know, that, that you can't live without in your life. Um, and so, artillery fire is the same, same kind of thing. You know, it's like silence, 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 boom. Um, but if you have that, you know, constant noise, um, it kind of brings it to a monotonous level. Um, and, and so, dude, I would, I would curl up next to the generator. I mean, that was, that was my thing. Um, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, now, now that I'm out, like, I literally go to sleep watching, watching TV every night. Like we have to like me and my wife both like we, we have to keep the, um, the, uh, the TV on and the TV, the TV running throughout the night, um, to to sleep Similar, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's one of those things you do, you deal with the cope, you know? Absolutely.
1: So uh, let's go ahead and switch it up a little bit and talk about what you've done since you've gotten out. And, uh, you know, let's kind of talk about how you kind of stumbled into acting and all that good stuff. Let's go get on to the next phase of your life.
0: Yeah. So um, I, uh, I actually, uh, the funny story is I, I don't think I told you this part um, the other day, Um, but uh, in shortly after, shortly after my son, my son was born that field op that I was, you know, that I was going to go on um, after, after baby leave. Uh, It was, um, it's called black alligator. Like it was, it was uh, whatever the name that it was, it was like rolling Thunder to, 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 you know uh, when, when we go out to brag Um, but uh, it was called black alligator and then it was month and a half long ish. And, and, uh, and so I'm like, you know, still still dealing with things through you know alcoholism and and whatnot i'm like i'm i'm about to uh you know not be able to drink for a month and a half i was like you know i have a newborn keep me up at night and i was like i'm gonna go ahead and you know um have a little bit of have a little bit of fun with this um with you know drinking tonight and i would always like i always picked a military movie the night before a field op because i felt it you know got me in that mindset before um Helped me be a better leader. That's uh, for other people's judgment, not mine. Um, and, uh, you know, I hope they say those things about me. Um, I know I was the cool one, um, according to some. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm going to have uh, this particular time. I chose wind Windtalkers. And, and I was like, I'm going to have some fun with this. Every time Nick Cage does something badass, I'm going to take a shot. Well, the entire movie is him doing badass, unrealistic shit and, oh, dude,
1: black and, and drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah so um about halfway through the movie i just get filled with rage because it dawns on me like we're a single income household barely scraping by in southern california on a uh, on a corporal's paycheck um and uh this guy's making millions pretending to do what you know marines do uh you know every day since forever. And, um, so I was like, I made, I, I was like, if he can do it, so can I. And so I started like really heavily looking into it. Um, uh, fell, fell victim to a few scams. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that some other time. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, that was in 2013. So by the time I got out in 2016, I was back home looking for work still couldn't find anything Uh, while, while you're in, there's a, there's a lot of um, red tape with working with uh, active duty um, because they, uh, they have, um, you know, you have to pull them away from their actual duties and whatnot. Um, So a lot of people like, will just like, Oh, active duty, like, Nope, not hiring, not hiring, not hiring. Um, And so when I got out, I was like, you know, Hey, I'd been, I had been at this, you know, three and a half years and they, they pull people off the street to do this, you know, to do background work. And it's like, I can't even find a background gig. Um, so I was like literally about to give up. Like I had already deleted my online profile, like for one of this, one of the sites that I used to use, um, and, uh, um, uh, everything. And then I got a casting call, um, from a, uh, from a friend that, um, uh, was for the long road home, uh, which was about, uh, black Sunday, uh, in OIF, And, uh, I was like, look, like I got long hair and a beard, um, you know, but, uh, I'm willing to uh, change my appearance to look, you know, like I did back in uniform. Here are some pictures of me in uniform. And, um, they, uh, uh, they ended up pulling me on and I worked for, uh, uh, three months, um, March, April, April, May, May Yeah. So three months, um, on, on that production. And it was, uh, man, that, that was, a, that was a rough stretch, but I was, I was committed to it because like, Hey, this is, I'm finally being, being able to do what I, what I was, uh, able to do. Um, but, uh, but it was, it was, it was funny because at this time, like I had found, an actual job elsewhere. And so I had to get off from, you know, cause obviously you need, need the bills paid. And, and so, uh, the, the prior November, I, I ended up taking a job for Toyota and I was in school. Um, and so I was literally like skipping class, doing my work online and like driving from Houston to Fort hood. Uh, cause that's where it's filmed. And it'd be like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or sometimes you know Monday, Tuesday, and I'd stay overnight there, or, or you know Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Tuesday, Friday, but like for the for the whole three months, and um, but fell in love with it. Uh, found some other resources for people just starting out, and uh, uh, that led me to um, hang on one second. Um, uh, quick side note. Um, so what what do we do if like phones are about to die like I could pull up another like I could pull up another phone but uh, like
1: can you, or could you hook it up into a charger or something or no too far? um
0: let me uh let me change the background real quick um I can go grab I have to I have to kind of hold my uh I have to use a wireless charger my my charger port's broken um yeah. but I can I can put it on the back of mine uh just give me a couple of seconds okay one second yeah,
1: man but... yeah no worries all right friends and family hey great time to talk about mental health. If you guys are, uh, you know, having a rough time mentally, there's, uh, places you can reach out to. A uh, great number to call is 988. And all you got to do is press one. we will put you in touch with someone out there who can help you with, you know, any situation you may be going through. Um, I did see a case of an army veteran who was really struggling. I mean, he was on his last, you know, hopes and everything. And, uh, I guess he decided to reach out to the life crisis line uh hotline which is that 988 number and uh man they really helped him out with a lot of resources um, and just all kinds of different stuff i mean it was uh quite the blessing for him and i know that uh, the community got behind it as well and they're really trying to keep him up afloat we good brother yep all right
0: yeah i'm back uh um... okay man so but, uh, Back but ahead. yeah, so, um, where were we? Oh yeah. Um, uh, so that led me to, um, uh, being, getting another background role. Um, and this one was out in new Orleans and I was driving from, uh, Houston, New Orleans. And, um, that's where I met, uh, DW Moffat. And he was, uh, I hope I said his name right, but, um, uh, he, uh, uh, you know, between between takes he could have, you know, gone off to sit in his, you know, fancy doodah chair and, and and hung out with the other like, you know, speaking roles and whatnot. But he uh he decided against it. He was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna talk to the background people and you know find out more about them and um and so he uh gave me the best piece of advice that, you know, I give everybody starting out is is, uh, basically he asked me what I was, what I was doing there. And I said, uh, well, you know, I'm hoping to be in your shoes. Um, you know, so at some point in my life. Um, and he said, if there's one thing that I've learned in this industry said, I was in your shoes 40 years ago. And he said, uh, uh he said, as long as you have the drive and determination, there's room for you. And, um, so I, I kept, I kept going with it, um, uh, kept applying to stuff. Uh, then I got a, um, I got hired on as a background, uh, well featured extra, um, cult member, uh, in a show called, uh, murder made me famous on reels channel and, um, uh, yeah, I was, I was kind of, you know, it was just a a couple of days. I was needed on like the first and first and second day or first and third day. I can't remember. Um, but it was in, uh, November of 2017. Um, and I went up there. So this is six months after, um, after I started filming that first background role. Um, and I went up there, uh, to, uh, Dallas to go film that uh, Dallas area. And, um, uh, I think it was like the, the second night, uh, the sun's going down. We're filming, we're filming a scene where, uh, the cult leader is, is, you know, uh, dumping his wife, his, you know, wife, she had just passed away. He's dumping her ashes in, in, in the pond on their property or whatever. Um, and we get done filming that and the director like looks around and is like, you know, like a teacher, like, Oh, where are all my kids? Like, and, uh. Nice and you know it was, she was like where you know we're my speaking roles and i was like um and uh, you know i'm sta- me standing in the back and me being you know the smart ass you know uh marine whatever just smart ass in general um i was just <laughs> like you know i was just standing there like like hey, i wish bro, like, we
1: didn't we joined the marine corps so we could talk shit
0: right <laughs> you know that and that's why I, I was just like looking around hands in my pocket you know i was like i was like yeah i i wish like you know, whatever, just like, you know, m- murmuring to my, you know, to my buddies and whatnot. And uh, that I, that I befriended while we were there filming. And, and, uh, uh, she was like, uh, she's like, oh, well, there's still time. And I was like, you know, like, yeah, but there's, but this is not, this is not my time. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like I was, I was brought here to be background. Like I'm not, you know, and, um, and so, uh, a few hours later were, you know, they had just fil- filmed, like a campfire scene and, and, you know, some other, you know, some other stuff. And, and, um, this guy comes walking up to me and he goes, and I had recognized him from sitting next to me in one of the, uh, one of the previous scenes. Um, and, um, uh, huh? Sorry. No, you're good, bud. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come talk to you in a second um, and uh, I'd recognized him from being in one of the other scenes and um, uh, you know so I was like, oh you know this' is another background actor and he was like, hey would you know would you mind you know reading these lines with me And I was like, oh yeah sure you know and just, okay well it dawned on me later on like that the other actor probably just didn't want to read that on TV. Uh, Wasn't comfortable with those lines, but, um, but, uh, but, you know, so we started, we started reading, um, reading these lines, and, and he goes, uh, he's like, Hey, you know, you, you comfortable reading this? And yada, yada, yada. I was like, I was like, Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm helping out another actor. Like, my entire time we're going through these lines, I'm thinking, like, I'm just a background guy that he's asked to help him with his lines. Cool. Um, turns out it was the opposite of that. Uh, that was one of the associate producers, uh, that had inserted himself into that other scene. Um, that, uh, for the production company that was putting on that show, uh, that had literally just hired me to play that, that speaking role part <laughs> on the spot. And so he's like, I was like, yeah, like, why not? Like, I'm just helping, you know, helping another actor or whatever. And he's like, he's like, all right, well, you see that guy over there. He said, uh, go, um, go see him. He's going to mic you up. We're filming in 10 minutes. And I was like, like what? Like, you know, punch the stomach heart, hearts racing. I was like, you know, I fucking ended up with the speaking role. And, and, uh,
1: uh, kind of adrenaline rush right there. Huh?
0: Yeah. Cause you know, cause then you have to make sure to memorize it. You don't want to look, you don't want to look like a fool. Like this is basically like an on the spot, you know, audition and you don't want to look like a fool. And like, so it's like, I got 10 minutes to get mic'd up, but also be looking at the script at the same time, you know, he's working around you, micing you up, you know, to, to learn these lines and, and, and try to understand, like, without knowing, cause you know, you're, you're, it's like, it's like being a brand new PFC, you, you know, about this much of the scope of the Marine Corps versus, you know, a Sergeant that knows everything. So you're, so like, this is the first time me seeing the script. I don't even know what's going on here. Um, and it ended up being at such a critical turning point in the story that I I'm happy. I was able to deliver the lines as I did. Um, because basically it was because of, uh, my lustful thoughts, um, that, uh, all the male members of the cult then had to go get castrated. Um, (laughs) and, and, So my, my very first spoken lines on, on TV was I had a minor sexual slippage and, um, that was, yeah, that was, that was my, that was my TV debut. Um, (laughs) and, uh, just a solid zinger. And, uh, (laughs) so, uh, but yeah, that that ended up being on the, on the reels channel and yeah. Um, but it was, it was just like, she said there was still time and they, they gave me the opportunity and I ran with it and like even my dad like when he was when he was watching it after it aired he was just like when i said that and i kept a straight face and i and i delivered you know i delivered the lines and everything he was just like huh (laughs) like like he couldn't believe that those words just like came out of my mouth like and i kept a straight face about it but thank you to the marine corps for helping me be uh not sensitive to (laughs) you know uh dirty comments
1: and you know, and, and not only that, dude, but it's not too often that uh, you're uh, talking shit lands you a job, and
0: right, and not exactly. in trouble. You know what I mean? So <laughs> exactly. Hey, so um, can't say that
1: talking shit doesn't always pay off. I mean,
0: right? And just just be <laughs> you. That's that's the, that's the biggest thing. Be you. Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah, so I ended up. Um, uh, I ended up, uh, you know it aired six, six months later, um, did a couple of other background stuff, background things between there, a couple of indie, uh, indie film speaking roles, um, short videos for YouTube and and whatnot. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And then, uh, um, from there I went to, uh, uh, I got my agent right after that aired, um, uh, Rebecca Beasley. Well, Formerly Rebecca Beasley, uh, now Rebecca Clinton. Uh, by the way, uh, congratulations on your baby! Um, and uh, you know, I'm still with her. It's been uh, five years this month, um, five years this week, Gosh. actually. No, next week, five years next week uh, that I've been that I've been with her. She's been she's been absolutely great. So, um, uh, you know, still still working at it. Um, working on a couple of uh, a couple of independent things more on this, on the script writing side, um, slash, um, uh, you know, screenplay, uh, stuff and, uh, and, um, working with a couple of ideas and, and, uh, stuff on the independent side of the house, but, um, hoping to get another network gig soon. Um, that would be, that would be ideal. Um, and yeah, so, um, it's, it's been, it's been a fun ride, but I've been, uh, active uh in in the in the industry for uh roughly uh six years um and uh you know march of march of 17 and uh and then um my latest uh independent film um old man jackson uh directed by johnny ray gibbs um based out of houston um it premieres um uh i'll be i'll be posting more 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 uh specifics about it but uh it premieres this summer um so i'm pretty ex- pretty excited for that um gonna go down there That's it was awesome. uh one of uh one of uh tom sizemore's last roles uh rest in peace um and uh i don't know if you heard he, he passed away in february um mm. he had uh he had a stroke and then uh had an aneurysm and and That's ended good, up ended up That's passing right. away and uh but uh You know ever since saving private ryan like i wanted to work with him and even though i didn't get to work with him with him um i I was still uh, a part of the same production um uh, uh yeah so you know it's it's i was according to imdb i was in something with him um and uh but yeah so um that that premieres um this summer and, and, and I'll definitely be posting more on my, uh, social media as it, as it comes closer. We're still working on some, uh, logistical details, date, you know, location, uh, stuff like that. So, um, but, uh, stay tuned. Definitely.
1: So let's, so let me ask you, Joe, um, where do you vision yourself going with all this, man? I mean, how far do you want to go with it? Do you want to be that guy in the Oscars one day or, you know, right or is it just kind of go with the flow
0: uh a little bit of both um I, I kind of joke about um I kind of joke about winning winning oh
1: I think we might have lost yeah. some more oh, you, you, know, froze. Big time you, for you froze so, real you quick know,
0: star on the walk um I don't have any you know am I there
1: yeah yeah you're good you just kind of froze real quick
0: okay Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just about um, you were
1: like you were like oh, but, uh, I was joking, and then you kind of froze up. You're kind of oh, joking yeah. about. So
0: I've always jo- I've always kind of joked about it. Um, uh, about you know winning big time awards and whatnot, uh, but more more or less not from a uh, not from a uh, a shit talking standpoint. Um, so I can go back and I can I can you know let Nick Cage know that. I'm standing there because I was pissed off at him, <laughs> um, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, in all actuality, like I comfortable living, uh, um, doing what I love doing. Um, that's, that's all I, you know, uh, being able to, being able to tell people stories and, 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 and do that, but, you know, you know, make, make a comfortable living doing it, you know, that'd be uh uh, that'd be the ideal situation. Um, uh, once I get to that point, you know, I, I, uh, I think, you know, I'll, I'll see where it takes me, but that's, uh, I'm going to say that's the next step for me. Like that's, that's my short term. And then, you know, if, if it goes farther than that, it goes, but, uh, the, uh, every step I take is step closer than, uh, you know every every everything i do in the industry is a step closer than than where i was the day before so
1: that's awesome bro and i'm glad to see that you're uh you you know found yeah. something and you're going along with your passion bro yes sir that's uh, that's awesome um yeah. so hold on i was going to you guys could je- definitely check out his um i am db all his he's got a pretty long resume in there. I went and checked it out. He's been in quite a bit of things or worked on quite a bit of stuff, but uh, you definitely have been busy with it. That's good,
0: man. Yes, sir. Yeah, and uh, in the next way is uh, probably uh, Instagram or TikTok. Uh, both of them are... are uh, my IMDb is linked on both of them, or um, I, I've posted um, my uh, I posted my actual page on, on Facebook, on, on Instagram, uh, my, uh, it's called a creator card. Uh, but it, but it, uh, it has like your picture, what you're known for, what you do stuff like that. Um, and that's, that's brought to you by IMDb. So
1: nice. So let's talk a little bit about TikTok since that's kind of where I found you. And, um, Yes, sir. And I think we found each other on there. I mean, once upon a time ago, I was like keep it patriotic on there, and then I took a break from it for a mm-hmm. while. Started this whole mm-hmm. podcast, and then when I came back, I noticed, damn dude, you had a, quite a boom in uh, the followers and stuff like that. So uh, I got know, I got lucky. What kind of got times. you going on TikTok?
0: Um, honestly, the uh, the 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 OK sign below the belt joke uh there was there was a there was a video that uh um that went that went viral is like this girl was like uh if you you ever ask a guy to hold up three fingers he'll never do this so either do you know and he'll he'll either do one or the other two and i was like I like, oh i think i got this and um it was like just like zoomed in on my face and then like as i backed up uh i was i was holding the okay sign below the belt and got literally everybody and had like it has like almost, almost 700,000 views and and, uh, yeah. And so it, it, it uh, the, from there it went from like having like 4,000 followers to 20,000 followers, just like, just, you know, almost one
1: overnight. One of those quick viral videos went one, out.
0: Got, got, got lucky. And, and, uh, and, and it just, um, yeah, like I said, I had to turn off my notifications <laughs> for, for, you know, pretty permanently for 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 uh, all of my social media because it, it ended up blowing up you know but um um i still post um uh, i t- i took a little bit of a little bit of a break um i had some uh you know this, this past i would say six to nine months had, had been uh a little bit on the rougher side of things so i, I took a little bit of a uh, of a break from uh, from posting but uh i posted it here the past few days that uh um I, uh, I, like I said, those, those military, uh, those military videos, I posted my farewell shot, um, and, uh, uh, just some other things, but, uh, but yeah, uh, that, that's just, I I don't know. I, I got bored. I was, um, I was work like, like I said, I used to work in sales. Um, that's, uh, and, um, used to work for a, a distributor and, uh, every Thanksgiving, um, uh, goose Island beer company, uh, releases a um, a special uh, barrel-aged stout called uh, Bourbon County. Um, and they ha- it's once a year, gets released on Black Friday. And, you know, it was our job as trade activation managers to pretty much uh, deliver it out. Um, and because uh, this was in 2020, they weren't really having a bunch of people in stores, but like we were already working and whatnot. So um, I literally loaded up loaded up my wife's Kia with, with, you know, 70 cases of this. There's only 200, I think 225 cases, uh, for small format, which was, um, you know, all your independent liquor stores and, and stuff like that. There's only 225 cases of 12 for the entire city of Oklahoma and, uh, and all the uh, suburbs and whatnot. So, uh, um, uh, very, very sought after thing. It runs like, uh, I say 14, 14 to $15 a bottle, depending on where you buy it. Um, uh, for a pint. Um, it's about 15%, uh, A B V Buffalo uh, uh, barrels. So, um, but yeah, pretty, pretty solid, uh, um, uh, pretty solid brew. And, uh, I was bored sitting in the parking lot of the, um, not to get too far off the, off the track, but, uh, I was, I was sitting literally bored, bored in the parking lot, waiting to, waiting to load up with, with these cases of beer, um, and, uh, decided to download it to watch some videos. And then I was like, Oh, this is, this is kind of cool. And my sister had already been on it, but like my dad and me were not on it at the time. And, and, um, uh, you know, so I, I posted one video of and, you know, and then I posted a video, I, I, have dabbled in some homebrewing in the past and, um, uh, but yeah, um, uh, and, uh, just went from there and there's just kind of a day by day thing. And then, and then, uh, that first video went, went viral and, and, uh, you know, made it to where I can go live and, and made it to where I could, uh, um, actually like, uh, use the creators fund and and the you know the the creators tools and and stuff like that and actually you know start uh, generating profit. I think I've made like four four dollars and fifty cents since you know. <laughs> so like that's in the past impressive a for TikTok, but, bro. Uh, I
1: think I had uh, made thirty cents. Right? So <laughs> you got yeah. me like by four dollars so. and twenty cents, bro.
0: <laughs> but. Uh, but, but yeah, def- definitely not, definitely not paycheck worthy, but, um, you know, Hey, who knows, you know, uh, like I said, you know, take, uh, as, as with most things, I just take it day by day and, 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 uh, um, you know, that first, that first video led to, you know, other videos and then led to that, that one that put me, you know, at that around, right around 20,000 and, um, uh, really started getting me, you know, put on radars. I think I'm, um pretty pretty close to being able to have an account on cameo now where like um it's like uh, um it's it's like it's like only only fans instead of selling feet pictures you're selling uh cameos to people uh where you're Got you know it. wishing them happy birthdays as you know yeah. if they want to book you or whatever <laughs> um but uh I've but heard yeah. of them Yeah it's That's cool. It's, uh, uh, so I th- I th- uh, i think there's a couple of couple of requirements that i still need to hit but um uh you know up until last year like they they were like uh, no thanks your social media presence is not there yet and i said right. okay i will do better and i've done better <laughs> um nice so.
1: yeah man definitely but, uh, getting your uh getting it out there now and and here you are on a podcast yeah so you know get a little Absolutely. bit of more visibility so. mine my show hasn't exactly left the ground itself, but, uh, you know, there's, there's quite a few, uh, faithful watchers on here that definitely watch it often. And, uh, growing, grown quite a cool little community. It's pretty cool. But, uh, Hey Joe, I do appreciate you brother coming on, man. Um uh, definitely. Yeah, I, I appreciate all of you guys, you know, yeah. sharing your stories. Yeah, it's, it. it's not always easy, man. Um, but, uh, you could just stick around in the back room is there anything else you want to say before you go man
0: yeah dude it's a pleasure
1: uh, absolutely i appreciate you so much brother until next time dude we'll see you brother. all right man until next time all right dude. yeah just hold off later all right all right friends and fam i thank you guys once again for watching every day's a saturday with your host me myself and i brian roof that was another great interview So we'll see you guys until next time.